Today on the show, we have Will Friedel. His company is called Prometheus Wind, and they help customers with contract support in three divisions, construction management, blade repair, and mechanical maintenance. Specifically with the mechanical maintenance, it's torque contention. So, Will, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We were just talking before we started about your background in special operations and the stress that you had to go through in that and the mindset change you had to develop when you came out. Can you share that story? My whole professional career got started within the Air Force. I was going into a special operations career field. It's a two and a half year pipeline and about only 10% of the people actually make it through the pipeline and, and do the job. And as I was going through that, before I went into the pipeline, I, I would consider myself really successful. I had a lot of friends that like I, don't, I had a good self-esteem really confident in who I was, that kind of thing. I go into the pipeline and it was, it, it was an environment that I'd never been in before. And, uh, and it's one that really makes me love the name of your podcast uh, because in that environment, failure was seen as something to, something to try to, to, to clean out of people, essentially. In the military, you've got the juxtaposition between like having, having a no fail mission. You, you, if you mess up something, then potentially somebody could die. And that's the environment that the military operates in. But also you got to fa face the fact that you're a human and inherently air prone. So how do you deal with those two things? And there's two general philosophies. One of them is we're just going to, we're just going to beat you down until, until you don't fail, which of course doesn't work because at the end of the day, you're always going to be dealing with humans. And regardless of how much you try to enforce not failing, mistakes happen. That's just the, the way of the game. And then the other aspect of it is, is the other way to approach it is, Hey, failure is an opportunity to learn. We're going to, we're going to help you get the most out of every single failure so that when you get through it, you've learned all these things and you can apply it, not just to that specific environment, but to any environment. So going back a little bit for the two and a half years, unfortunately, the environment that I lived in was, was kind of a negative one. It was got a lot of negative feedback, not a lot of positive feedback, not a lot of mentorship. And two and a half years later, I made it through the pipeline. It was it was supposed to be this big celebratory event in my life, and uh, and I, I developed a stutter like within a month. I'd go to work, and the stutter would be present when I talked to people. I was spending a lot of my time just in analyzing who I was and whether I was good enough to be in this environment because I like I just saw myself as a failure. And then I'd go home, and, and and all that would go away. The stress would go away, and it was just like I was living two totally different lives. And uh, it took me like a year and a half. To get through that process, I just get, I was kind of constantly in that environment. And what happened was in the military, every three or four years, they 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 move you to a different unit from one unit to the other. And I got to the second unit. The culture was totally different. Everybody, my, the first I sat down with my commander, sat down with my director of operations. They were they both said the same thing: Hey, we're going to put you in this new role. We expect you to fail. It's not a big deal. We just want you to grow from it and all that stuff. And I was like, Wait, wait, what? What'd you say? You know, that was just like a, a very strange. A very strange concept to me at that time, and uh, and then they stuck to their words. Like I would I would screw stuff up, and they'd be like, "Hey, you screwed stuff up. Looks like you know that you screwed stuff up. Just do better next time. As long as this is the thing to learn from it." And uh, within three months, literally three months, I'd had a stutter for a year and a half at that point. Three months, it was gone. Uh, six months, I was I I was like back to my original like state of confidence, and then like a year, literally a year, almost on the dot from getting to that squadron, I was. I was put in charge of, of like the preponderance of operational forces. Like I was, I was running, running things pretty with ambiguous orders and, and kind of operating similar to a startup, just doing things that I thought was right in the way that I thought was right. And I never, ever would have had the confidence to do that had I like right out of the gate, just because of the mentality, not because I didn't have the capability, but just because of the mentality I brought to that. 
So yeah, that was a that was a big theme in my life. Fast forward a couple of years, I went to the Air Force Academy and I was I was learning about I was setting up leadership training for cadets. And this was something like very it was a visceral experience for me. So I wanted to pass that on. And so I basically started to research this and I, and, I, and and I really recommend everybody to read Carol Dweck's mindset. And that really reading that book and then and then speaking with a lot of professors who had been researching this specific topic and realizing, hey, this is this is a this is a game changer as far as how you lead people and how you get people to perform at, at a higher level, you know, whether it's yourself or other people. How long after that experience did you then jump into entrepreneurship and starting this this company, Prometheus Wind? I was at the Air Force Academy for three years and then and then jumped out. So at that point, I've been in the military for nine years. So that's the that's the point at which I switched into the reserve. So I'm still a traditional reservist, which means like every once in a while, I still go work and work for the Air Force. But I'll tell you, like when I did that transition and when I started the company, that was the number one that that was the number one mindset shift, you know, because there's a reason that you named this podcast the way it is, because any fail, any company before they get to success is just going to have so many failures, failure after failure after failure. And if you have the right, wrong mindset that you bring to what that failure means about you and your company, you'll never get past the emotional difficulty of, of overcoming that failure to get through all of the different failures you need to get to in order to have success. So, so yeah. So you started this with your two brothers. Yeah. And I started with my two brothers. It was probably the best decision I've ever made. All right. Like I, before we started, there was a lot of people who said, don't ever start a business with partnership. You know, my, my brothers have started businesses. They've had terrible experiences with partnerships, but I will never start a business again without a partner because just the, just the, the, the sheer amount of decision-making that you have to make the ambiguity, the, like you, operating in that environment without having somebody to bat, like bounce ideas off of. Very difficult, very difficult situation, I think for anybody. And so, yeah, I, if I have one recommendation, Choose your part, like have a partner, choose them wisely. Has this brought you closer to your brothers? Yeah, we were, I, I would definitely say that we're the, the closest siblings in the family just for, I mean, cause we've been through the thick and thin, like it's not, it, it hasn't always been pretty, you know, it's, you know, it, it, it's just been, it's been a very long journey and we're not through the journey yet. We're definitely still, we're still in the thick of it for sure, but we've all grown substantially we've grown from each other we've grown with each other and and because of that we're we're extremely extremely close that's great why exactly did you choose wind turbines good question i think for me work you have to be able to relate to your work and it has to be an expression of what you what you believe in my primary expression just because of my experience it is in how and how I relate to the to the employees, so or or to the people in the business. Because my thing is, I've been in an environment that's toxic, and I've been in an environment that's very supportive, and and I've seen the difference. And so, so I wanted to do that, and I wanted to do that kind of in an environment where people are really like involved in their work. In the military, you go on these deploy deployments, you're all bonding together. Well, very similarly in the wind industry. People go to these construction sites or they go to these maintenance sites and they'll they'll be doing this a specific scope of work. They'll be spending 80, 70, 60 to 70 hours working on these on these sites, doing a lot of work. And it's a very just involved process. And so if you can take something like that where somebody's really pouring themselves holistically like into this, into this job, and you can take that and, and turn it into like a developmental opportunity for them, one that's going to help them not only grow professionally, but personally. And you can have a lot, a lot of impact on people. And so to me, that was, that's kind of the primary 
target for this. The other thing was opportunity. I had my brothers had experience, had a lot of experience in the technical ba background, so we knew that. And then, and then the final piece is is the mission. Like I can get behind trying to. I'm a huge outdoors person. I I really enjoy just the ecology around me everywhere I go. Some people are like really big foodies. I'm a, I'm a big ecology guy. Like I got, try to go out, and get go on hikes, see see the different things, see the different beauties that are out there in the different landscapes. And so for me, doing something that's going to help maintain that is important. So I'd say those three things. Where do you see the wind industry going over the next few years? The wind industry going so lots. I don't know. Man. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I were a guru. As a startup, you don't have access to like I don't have like a research team or a lobbyist team. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll tell you my piece, but I'll also caveat it saying you know like I'm kind of in the dark on a lot of this stuff. I'm told there's a lot of there's a lot of money coming into it. I see a lot of these a lot of these projects take ten plus years to develop, especially the offshore stuff. And so there's a lot of momentum and uh, in them. And so I, so with the with the push, both politically. And economically, I think that wind and all the renewable sectors are going to grow pretty substantially. So I think it's going to be a, a big business. I think it's also going to change too. from With the shift from onshore being the central, we've done that for years, to going offshore. I think the, I think just like looking at how those, construction, those sites are constructed, how they're maintained, what the logistics footprint is for them, what the decision, decision for spending money. Like all of those things are going to change like I would say, you know, pretty significantly. I don't know how, but I'm expecting that the, like, there'll be a, a good amount of shifting for that. So I think it's, my projection is it's going to get bigger and it's going to get more dynamic. So, yeah, I think you're right on that. I think you've chosen the right business to have a startup in and get that natural yeah, lift. I, I, I hope so. I mean, that, like, that's the point. We did a lot of, we did a lot of thinking before we started the business. So. So, well, if our listeners wanted to reach out to you or your company, how would they do so? Yeah, our, a good place to start, our website, www.prometheuswind.com. It's kind of difficult to spell, P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-U-S, wind.com. Also, you can look us up on LinkedIn. You can look me up on LinkedIn. Just PM me and I'll let you up. Well, thank you, Will, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design and Development. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah.